Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, my guest is Erica from Doughboy Pizza. And this is an amazing episode. Erica has a great pizza concept. She's also a very accomplished entrepreneur, which I love. And on today's podcast, we talk about how she started this pizzeria. She bootstrapped it. She came up with the idea, and it was going so well, and it was so profitable that she decided to put it into a franchise mode. And that's what we talk about on today's podcast, like how she got to that point. We talk about the numbers of the pizzeria, how much it costs to start, how much it costs to operate, and then you'll believe it or not, the small square footage, the lack of need for employees, and then we also talk about the revenue it generates with all of that involved, and you're probably going to be blown away by this episode and this business model. So thanks to Erica for joining me on the podcast. Very much appreciated. I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Also really excited to announce the SPM Magazine, which I'm sure you've heard about. I'm recording a podcast right now as I record this intro about why and how it's going to happen. That'll probably be out Saturday. So if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out on Thursday, the podcast about SPM Magazine, all about it, why we decided to do it, how we're doing it, what's it, what's in store for the magazine, what you can expect out of it, how do you get it. Stay tuned for Saturday's episode, bonus episode on Saturday. That's what we're going to be talking about. We'll explain it all inside that. So if you haven't yet, subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts, hit that podcast, podcast, hit that subscribe button. I think you're going to enjoy this episode for sure. And then all our future ones and you'll be in the know. Brought to you by SPM Pro. Go check it out, smartpizzamarketing.com. Also, today's episode is brought to you by a couple other people who are great friends of the show. Pizza Cloud. A lot of people have asked me about phone systems and how do I get my phone system to, to, to always be on? You know what you do? You go check out Pizza Cloud. The phone system that allows you to have your online ordering, your phone system, and your internet always on, regardless of what happens. You won't ever have a time where there's downtime in your pizzeria or no phones are ringing and no online orders are coming through and you don't even know the phone line's down. Because they don't tell you when the phone line goes down for five or 10 minutes on a Friday night. It just goes down and you lose business. So if you never want to get put in that situation again, go to pizzacloud.net. Go check it out. Talk to John or one of his team members and they'll hook you up. They'll let you know how they can set up a system in your shop and you'll never have that problem again. It's super easy. And also, today's podcast is brought to you by Baccio Cheese. I was just cooking some pizza last night with Baccio cheese, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I love this. I love the way that it melts. If you go to my Instagram, you can see some photos of it. It just tastes great. It melts great. Whether you're making Detroit-style pizza, whether you're cooking in the uni oven or the Gosney, or you're cooking in your home oven, the pizzas come out great. They also come out great if you're using them in your pizzeria. So whether you're a home pizza maker or a professional pizza maker and you want to please your customers, Check out Baccio Cheese. Go to BaccioCheese.com forward slash SPM. Request a demo. You can do that. Tell them you listen to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. You trust Bruce. You want to have some of Bruce's pizza just like he makes it. If you want to take a look at what it looks like, head over to my Instagram or you can go to Baccio Cheese's Instagram. They are at Baccio Cheese. You can also follow them on Facebook at Baccio Cheese as well. And I think you're going to love this cheese. I'm telling you right now from somebody who makes a ton of pizza at home and professionally did it in the pizzeria, this cheese is the best. It's my favorite. It's my go-to. Again, bacciocheese.com forward slash SPM. Let them know you heard them on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. All right, Erica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thank you for having me, Bruce. Uh, I'm, I'm always excited to talk about pizza. <laughs> I know. you. I was looking at your social media. You are quite an entrepreneur. You have a lot going on. I'm, I'm 
excited <laughs> to kind of talk about you and see how, how do you manage all the stuff you have going on. But let's first talk about uh, your pizzeria that you have and kind of give us a little background about that. So my name is Erica Barrett. Uh, I am the chef and owner of Doughboy Pizza Co. Uh, Doughboy Pizza Co. Uh, because shortly after I started my pizza shop, uh, probably about what, maybe 30 to 45 days after, I felt like my idea of running a smart pizza shop was so cool that I would franchise it. Um, and to date, we've signed 16 deals, uh, working on closing about four more in January, which is exciting. Uh, some airport deals and stuff like that. But um, so, yeah, that is uh, what I spend a lot of my time doing is being innovative with pizza. That's great. When you say smart pizza shop, describe it a little bit to me. So Doughboy is a little bit different, right? So I'm a chef and my focus is always food. It's a given. It's like, it's what I do. I'm always looking for ways to, you know, be creative, create amazing dishes and take anything and make a great meal. Um, so I think whenever I start a concept, I don't have a doubt that the food is going to be amazing. That's like the least of my worries. One of the things when I started the pizza shop was I wanted to build a smart restaurant model. And when I say that is I wanted to incorporate all of the technology that's out there to force efficiency, drive down labor costs, drive down food costs, increase profitability for owners. And then also just, I wanted to have a brand um, that was really, really easy to run. So I called Doughboy the smart pizza concept. Um, the first thing that I did was start reverse engineering the pizza game, right? So pizza's been around for a very long time. It's a great business. Right. Um, it's very exciting. You can do a lot of innovative and cool things with it. Um, but I wanted to bring like my pizza shop into the future. Uh, so the first thing that I did was, you know, when you're starting a business and you've never, you've never done it before, like for example, pizza, I'm coming at it with a fresh pair of eyes versus the pizza, the pizza shop owner that's had a pizza shop for 20 years. You know, they got these huge brick ovens and you call in and you got a delivery driver and you have all of those things. I wanted to use what we currently have on our platform in terms of technology, um, to run a great pizza shop. So the first thing I did was got 150 square foot space. Wow. I said, I want to, I want to build a pizza shop in the smallest space possible known, um, to mankind. That's the smallest that I've seen in terms of a pizza shop. Uh, so found 150 square foot space, no vent hood, no grease trap. And I'm like, let me build from there. Where is it? Like, where's this 150 square feet? Uh, so the space is in Birmingham, Alabama. Is it like in um, a shopping mall or like, is it? it it's, how, it's, it's in a food hall. It's in a okay. food hall in Birmingham, Alabama. We actually just shut it down because we're moving our flagship here to Atlanta. So I moved, okay. I relocated from Birmingham to Atlanta. Um, and we've moved our flagship here and we're, we're currently looking for another 150 square foot space, which is very hard to find. It was kind of like That's a tiny. Line, but, but That's so 150 square feet is like the size of a room, a bedroom, right? The, a, almost a bathroom, like yeah, a, a master crazy. bath. We're going to call it a master bathroom. So a master bathroom pizza shop. Um, in order to work in 150 square feet, only one person, maybe two can work in that. So immediately now, you know, we're dealing with labor and how many people it takes to run a pizza shop. It takes one person to run Doughboy. Um, so from a labor perspective where you're typically looking at 30 to 35% in labor, um, we're running about 10, 11%. Wow. Just because the pizza shops are small, right? The second thing is, is that we use self-ordering kiosk. We don't take orders. We don't do any of the work. We let our customers do the work. Um, we let them guide themselves and we just provide a really cool environment for them to do that, which again, takes out the need for a cashier, someone to answer the phones um, and do all of that stuff. So we, we're able to focus solely on the pie, on building a great pie. Um, That's great. In terms, 
Yeah, it's super cool. Um, I think. And let's what, be honest, yeah, that's the worst part about running a pizza shop is answering the phone and taking orders, isn't phone. it? Like the fun part and is making the pizza. Orders. Like, what if they don't show up, you know? Right. Like, I yeah. love the fact that you could use technology for someone to place their order. They've already paid, you know, a Uber driver, DoorDash person, any delivery driver can come pick it up through a third party. We don't have to pay the delivery driver. We don't have to pay the person that's answering the phone. Um, so those are some of the ways that I really wanted to kind of reverse engineer and build a smart pizza shop. Uh, the third thing is, is our pizza shops are ventless. So we don't have, um, we don't require vent hoods or grease traps to run our pizza shops, which really helps from a franchise perspective with build outs. My, my first pizza shop took me $15,000 to open. Wow. I built it out with 15 grand. Um, almost unheard of numbers. You know, typically when you're looking at either buying a business or building out a pizza shop, you're probably going to spend at least six figures, a hundred oh, yeah. grand if, if you're good at it. Um, but it's because we use a ventless pizza solution where our ovens, they still, you know, we still bake our pies at 675 degrees, but the ovens are ventless. We import them from Italy. Uh, they're super cool and they're tiny. They're countertop ovens. So we don't have huge deck ovens because we don't have the space for it. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, 150 square feet. You got no space for really anything. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, and then the, the last piece of that efficiency that I absolutely love is that we don't make our crust in house. We don't have dough. We don't have to proof anything. We don't have to do any of that. We partner with a really good pizza supplier and we, we actually import our dough from Italy. Um, oh. and it's already, it's already par baked. Uh, it's a really nice bubbly focaccia, uh, Neapolitan bread that we use, um, for our pizza, which from a prep standpoint, you know, 45 minutes uh, before the store opens, our employees come in to open up their shops. From a franchise perspective, they don't they don't have to worry about consistency. They don't have to worry about messing up the dough. It's consistent. Um, I think as a as a chef, you know, me being a creative, when I'm in my restaurants, the food could could taste different by the day depending on who prepares it. They may follow the recipe, they may not, but I have to control that quality. We don't have to do that at Doughboy. It's going to be consistent every time because that that quality is being controlled um, from our dough supplier. Um, so we spend most of our time building flavor, doing marketing, focusing on content, um, and just making sure that we assemble the best uh, tasting pie that you've ever tasted. Um, and it makes the pizza shop, it's a, it's a fun thing to run um, because we're focused on the good stuff. You know what I mean? Um, not necessarily yeah. that, that mundane stuff that you have to just kind of work through every single day. So you can't really do a lot again in 150 square feet, but you can still put out a great pie uh, with creativity and efficiency and some really cool solutions. This is great. This is a really good business model, especially for now after 2020, yeah. obviously that taught us a after lot. COVID, yeah. A lot of, yeah. A lot of pizzerias had this huge square footage, a huge dining room. And then 2020 happened, not just pizzerias, restaurants in general, and then they couldn't do anything. So this is like a great, it's almost like, no matter what kind of economy we have or what happens, this will be a, a model that you can work with because people will always love pizza and people will always want to go pick it up or get it delivered. Absolutely. So, I mean, we focus now on um, 2024, of course, great marketing, really having some fun and really being creative with flavors. Like we, we have shrimp, we have steak, we have lobster, we have oxtail. We put a lot of non-traditional things on our pies because we're focused more so on bold flavors uh, then making sure that, you know, we have this uh, pizza chef that's <laughs> producing dough in every shop, which could be, you know, which could cost a salary as well. So um, it's it's 
again, it's a pizza shop of the future. It's one where we really, really focus on efficiency um, and having a great product. How long have you been open like, since the first location opened? A year and four months. And the feedback's been good? The Obviously, if you have a lot of franchises, it's been... Yeah, the feedback is amazing. Um, we have more shops that are opening, more deals that are being closed. Um, you know, and you probably know this, P the pizza isn't going anywhere. Everybody no. loves pizza. It's one of those things where, you know, let's say you're doing Indian or you're even, even doing Southern. You got to convince somebody to walk in and they have, actually have to have a taste for it, right? But everybody loves pizza, uh, whether yeah. it's building their own pizza or it's a slice of cheese or pepperoni. It's just one of those things where everybody loves it. And, you know, it's, it's cheap. Totally. Um, it's something that you can, you, can, you can have on a regular basis. Yeah, pizza is, like you said, you can have different styles of food. In, in certain locations, they'll do better than others. People, pizza, I think across the board, I mean, there's different styles of pizza, but let's be honest, pizza, even bad pizza is all right. You know, and no matter where you go in the U.S., you're going to be able to find someone that has pizza and pizza mm -hmm. that you like. And All around the world. So um, yeah. I didn't realize because I, I, I fell into the pizza game. I, 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 it wasn't something that I, I was looking forward to doing. The developers. What of made you? Bar. What made you fall into it? Like, what happened to you? Decided, you know what? I like. I want to do a pizzeria. Uh, so um, the developers of um, the food hall um, that I had my pizza shop in, yeah, they had been one pizza for six years, and no one was able to to get it to them. Um, uh. A lot of restaurants that were around Birmingham at the time uh, had these huge deck ovens, or they had, uh, you know, the wood burning Italian ovens. Yeah. Um, and because the building was historic, none of it would pass code approval. So everybody kind of turned down the project. Like nobody wanted to deal with putting pizza in that historic place, uh, because it was hard to kind of really figure out the logistics and stuff. And I said, man, if I can figure this out, I can do anything in life. Uh, so it was really, it was, a, it was a challenge for me. Like it was just, it was just this fun challenge, um, to get a pizza shop open and, uh, and doing my research um on the pizza business uh growth during covid um and where the future was headed i got obsessed along the way that's great where'd you do your research from for, to find the oven or the crust for the pizza that you use like where'd you go um i did a lot of research online at first um i think when when covid happened the national restaurant association had had a food show in like a couple of years maybe like two years yeah um so uh I saw where the food show, the NRA show was happening again. Um, I think that was what, 2021? May of 2021. Yeah, in uh, Chicago, That's right? Like, yeah, in Chicago. And I was like, man, I got to get out here. I think I booked a flight. It was, in, it, it was less than a week away. I said, I got to get out to this show and I got to <laughs> walk the floor and see what's out there. Because I mean, of course, that's where you're going to figure out what's the new technology, what are the new innovations, yeah. what are the new things that are, that are, uh, that are coming out and I was able to go to that show and connect a lot of dots, meet a lot of people, find a lot of great technology in terms of self-ordering kiosk, um, in terms of using AI for marketing, um, looking at guest counts, uh, find pizza box suppliers, uh, find tissue paper, you know, suppliers, napkin suppliers, all the things that are needed to open up, you know, uh, a regular pizza shop plus some really cool technology. Um, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I got to do this, you know, and, and really incorporate where we are now uh, post COVID and, and use that to move forward. I love it. You have a, you do you, your company, do you have somebody that does your marketing or you probably do cause you're busy. You can't sit there and post on Instagram every single day. So yeah, yeah you have do. to have somebody that does it, 
but we you have to have guidance, right? Like there's a lot of companies out there that does marketing for pizzerias, but they're terrible. Let's be honest because they don't, yeah. they don't know the pizzeria and they just kind of post to get it done. Not necessarily like have the brand mission encompassed in the post that they post. And you do a good job on your Instagram of like, I can scroll your Instagram yeah, and get a feel for your business, yeah. but also see how good the pizza looks. And you do a great yeah. job of like doing both of those. So it's not all pizza. It's like your employees, your business, but it is yeah. pizza. Like I think some yeah. people make the mistake of having too much of one or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a great marketing team um, that is local uh, here in Atlanta. Had a, again, when you have a franchise, you have a different level of fiduciary responsibility because you want to make sure that your franchisees are taken care of and that they have a good team. Um, so right. you have to kind of relinquish some things. You know, I'm a chef uh, and restaurateur, so you know I focus more so on operations, efficiency, making sure that we keep costs down, um, and I really just kind of you know have a lot of fun finding people that are great at what they do to kind of help us build our brand. How do you, what does your day look like? How much time do you spend in the stores? Like, what do you, what, if you had to take me through like a day of yours, what does it look like? It's crazy. It's I really bet. crazy. Um, so I wake up at 4.30. In the morning? Uh, yep. Yep. Wow. Jeff Bezos does it, so I figured I should do it too. <laughs> I just, I just kind of copied it off of him. I figured I would get my work done early before the phones start ringing. But uh, truly, it's, it's really been helpful for me. I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, but I, I get up and I do admin from about 4.30 to 9 o'clock. My phone starts to ring around 8.30. Um, so that's when all the distractions come, right? So yeah. that's what time I'm cutting off, getting away from my laptop, um, with the exception of today, uh, but I'll be done after, you know, after we finish up today, but, um, I get away from my laptop and then I kind of get out and about, um, I'll set up around about nine o'clock, nine 30. And I start sending out texts and emails to people that I want to connect with for the day. Um, whether it's franchisees, I think I've probably talked to four of them today with, with different ideas. Um, I'll send out, um, you know, any type of calls that I have, I'll kind of get moving in yeah. motion. Um, and then I have other businesses that I run as well. So if I'm not at a store or with some of my franchisees visiting their their stores and helping build out pizza shops, um, I spend time scouting locations, um, you know, f helping them find locations. We, we have a broker and a realtor, but I'm very impatient. So I'm always looking for deals on like Crexy, <laughs> Buy Biz, Sell. I'm on, I'm on all these different places. Uh, just kind of connecting the dots for them because, again, I want them to open up their pizza shops and get to making money as fast as possible because they're making an investment. Um, in, in addition to that, I also uh, run a factory as well uh, where I make specialty food products for not only myself and other brands. Uh, so I spend some time checking on orders um, and where we are with customers in terms of that. Um, and then I'm also building out a steakhouse here in Atlanta as well. So I spend uh, a certain amount of time on that. I, I pretty wow. much wrap up my day around four, four thirty, um, because I've, I've been going for about 11, 12 hours. Right. Um, and, and the rest of the time is, is really, uh, you know, with my family, um, uh, making sure that we're, we're making dinner plans, figuring out, uh, what we're going to eat for the evening, just kind of relaxing and then retooling to schedule, you know, my next day. But, um, I really kind of compartmentalize my time with Doughboy. This year we'll bring on uh, more people. So if you know some more great people that want to come in and, and help out a, a growing brand, we're always looking for people. Um, you know, this year we plan on bringing on um, operations manager. We'll bring on a, a board of directors. 
which will be really cool. Um, and then we'll bring on um, chief marketing officer, chief technology officer, some more C-suite people, uh, because yeah. my goal is to really just kind of grow this brand and sell it. Um, it's almost like Doughboy is kind of like my gift to the world, and I know that it takes more than me to grow it. So I'm just trying to find the right people to connect with that love pizza just as much as I do, build with them, um, you know, and then we sell this thing. I'm, I'm a chef, so I can always find a, a new restaurant concept or something to kind of yeah. dig into. But this is a business that I've, I've built to really just kind of scale and sell. This is cool. The, I mean, and it's good yeah. to see because you can, I mean, it's only been around for less than a couple of years. So you've yeah. done a tremendous job of growing it and getting exposure for it in just a couple of years. So Thank it's, you. it's a good lesson for people out there who are like, the pizza industry is known for old school pizzerias who have been around for a long time. And they, I don't want to say they complain yeah. a lot, but they tend to complain more than others about how things are today. And yeah, your lesson absolutely. is a good lesson of like, you know what, if you just put in the work and have a good concept, that's smart. Like you said, that's yeah. built for the day we're in, not 30 years yeah. ago. It can work. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I went to, there was a show in Vegas, a uh, pizza show. I can't think of the name right off the yeah, top We don't of talk head. about that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the show, but what no, I went I'm just to, joking I mean, with you. Yeah. It, it really was, uh, you know, a lot of old school pizzerias. Yeah. You can find really, really good ingredients, but there wasn't an emphasis on technology. No. Um, which is what we focus on is technology. And uh, we really had our partners and, and going to that show just kind of helped me realize like, yeah, we got to be doing something different because every solution that we have, none of our partners are, are even here. <laughs> um, it's you, you have a good concept of like, everybody says, if you start, so, if you start something that's, like pizza, right? If you start a pizza business, yeah. you always have to ask yourself, all right, what makes us different? Like yeah. if I open a pizza shop in a town that has 10 other pizza shops, how am I going to separate myself from them for people to choose me versus yeah. them? And a lot of people can't do that. They say the same things like, oh, we have better ingredients or we won best pizza. Like everybody, every pizza shop says that. So you're not separating yourself, but you're doing a good job because you are like, you have a small square footage. It doesn't yeah. cost a lot to run. You have a good right. recipe. You have good marketing yeah. and branding. And you're efficient yeah. and like, that's what separates you. And you did a great job. And it, it, you're one of the only people I've met in a long time. That's like, all right, you're starting from zero at a good point. So you already have separated yourself without having to really ask yourself that question. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that, that it, it's funny because even when I talked to my publicist, he was like, I mean, so what, what makes the pizza shop different? I was like, uh, technology, we're a pizza shop of the future. He's like, what does that mean? I'm like, we're going to do everything different. Like we're going to build a pizza shop that, we've taken into the next, the next century, uh, using technology and, and efficiency, um, and, and partnerships. And he's like, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know, um, just because my answer was very it. different, my, my answer was yeah. very different and you really don't hear that. It's like, I can tell you that we have great pizza, right? I'm a chef. I know how to make food taste good. I've, I've won cooking competitions. I've won awards. Um, I've been, I've been in the food game for 14 years. I'm very confident in my ability to cook a pizza or anything else. Um, but good food is, is, is not just the key to running a restaurant. And I don't think we talk about yeah. that a lot. You know, passion yeah. is one thing, but understanding operations and understanding labor, understanding food costs, understanding taxes, understanding efficiency, all of that is, is really key to you having um, a great brand. I mean, how many times have we seen our favorite restaurant shut down and we're like, oh man, the food was so good, but nobody yeah. knew about it. So you need marketing. Yeah. You know, um, you need a team. Um, I think all of those things are very important uh, when you're running a restaurant. And we don't talk about that. We just talk about I have this great recipe for barbecue. Or I have this really good sauce 
and it's going to change the world. That's that's not the answer. Um, yeah, so people back in the old days the used days to. Well. Yeah, people back in the old days used to say, "All right, just make a great product, and people will find you." Well, that made it worked in the '80s, but it doesn't work now. You have to make a great. The great product is a given, and you have to go out there and try to get as many people as you possibly can to be aware of your great product. I agree, and and not only that, it's just like content matters. Right. Yeah. Uh, what I see on my phone, what I see on Instagram, what I see on TikTok really matters. Um, so if you don't have that, then you're already dead in the water. Um, and I think the other piece of that is, again, understanding the bottom line, understanding um, numbers. But I mean, marketing is, is, is number one um, before anything. Hence, smart pizza marketing. You know who? So I just did a podcast. There was a guy that I had on the podcast not too long ago. His name was Khan. He has a uh it's a lot pizza. He has a uh, uh-huh. pizzeria in Texas mm-hmm. and he runs his business model similar to yours. His isn't as small as yours. His is a larger pizzeria, but he has the same philosophies like technology, make it really efficient, low payroll and just a really, really good pizza. And that's all he does is pizza. I think another mistake people make is having too many things on the menu to do too many things and try to please too many people. Um, is it just pizza on your menu? So we do. So everything is ventless. So we do pizza, we have salads, um, and we're adding in February, we're adding wings. But what we did was we did a partnership with magic city kitchen, which is a strip club here in Atlanta. And they're Ah. known for their wings. (laughs) Like they're, they're like really famous for their wings. And I'm like, that's not what we do. Like, that's not what we do best. If they do wings best, why not partner with them, use their recipe for success, and we offer it in our store. So we're rolling that out in February. We'll have six different flavors, no, seven different flavors of wings uh, that we'll offer. But you cook really them cool in the wing. oven, right? Uh, we cook those actually in another ventless. Uh, it's almost like a commercial air fryer uh, that we cook oh, okay. those in. So the, so the wings already come... Um, they already come prepared and cooked, and then we sauce them. So they're doing everything. Um, we're, we outsource everything to them. That's and we awesome. just bring it in the stores, get it back crispy, toss it up, put it in a box, and you're out of there. So, again, it's one of those things huh. where we let people do what they're great at. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we're a retail location for, for, for great food. So we're almost like a, a pizza wing and salad curator, if that makes sense. So what is somebody – that does make sense. And it's it, pizza and wings go together pretty well. So people are familiar yeah. with that. And it's pretty easy to do wings just like it is. It's not easy to make pizza, but it's easy to do wings, right? Especially if you get them from somebody else, just kind of got to have a good process to heat them up so they taste good. Yeah. What What does it cost for someone to open one of these? So if someone wonder, if someone like reach out to you and say, hey, I'm interested in the idea, like I want to open one. First of all, can you open them anywhere in the U.S. or is it just a certain area right now? Uh, you can open them anywhere in the U.S. and internationally because uh, our dough okay. partner is international. So uh, that's really like the gist of uh, the, the most important thing is, is being able to, to access our dough uh, national, uh, domestically and internationally. Uh, to open up a franchise and, and, and license rights to operate a Doughboy pizza shop uh, is $25,000. Um, our royalty is 8% and we have a 1% marketing fee uh, that's due monthly. Um, and then those rights just just buy your rights to the menu. That's helping you get open, getting your store open, resources, being able to you know to buy through our through our network, um, you know, um, and really just kind of operate as a collective brand. So um, it's it's really pretty simple, um, pretty simple process. Um, yeah. 
And in a store, a lot of our a lot of our franchisees find second gen locations. Well, I help them find second generation locations. Uh, we like that because we like to like not do a lot of work, like really enjoy what we're doing and not be overwhelmed. <laughs> so we yeah. try to find uh, really cool locations that have already been restaurants before, so that we can kind of open up these stores really fast, really fast because uh, speed, is, you know, speed is life. Yeah. What does the average one location do for sales? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, so it, it depends um, on what type of location it is. We have uh, food hall locations, mall locations, and independent stores, and then some stores that will be selling alcohol and liquor. Um, okay. So if I was like so a, like a t the smallest one, like this, let's just take the smallest small, one. Smallest one, you'll do between four and five hundred thousand. That's great for that's that's great for yeah. a tiny spot that doesn't need a lot of employees. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. And, and that's that's with running mall or food court hours. So you're open from 11 to seven. And we all know that pizza delivery spikes after eight o'clock, you know, going to yeah. the late hours of the night. So um, we expect, we don't have a store open that is a standalone yet, but we're very close. I think we're probably less than 30 days out from opening up our first standalone. And we were projected for that store to do somewhere, anywhere between 750,000 to a million. Wow. And this is not sponsored. By the way. I'm just curious about this. Yeah. I'm just super yeah. curious about this for the, yeah. because um, I'm always fascinated to see good business models that are coming out that people can kind of, I mean, even if you don't reach out to you and don't inquire about partnering with you or, I mean, you just take this information and be like, all right, if she can do it in yeah. her area, then it's possible to do anywhere. You just have to, like you said, figure it out and then get started. Yeah. I, I think that that's what entrepreneurship is about, right? It's about, yeah taking a problem, which is what I did. That's how I got into pizza is taking a problem that one of my developers had and finding a solution. I found a pizza solution. Um, and that's how I got into the pizza business. But anytime you're an entrepreneur and you can figure something out and, and be a problem solver, I think you can find success in doing that. As a chef, like where's other than your location, you can't say yours. Like where's your favorite pizza? Like what do you, what kind of pizza do you like? Uh, favorite other, other favorite pizza shops. Yeah. Or you probably travel uh, a lot, right? Yeah, I travel a lot. Uh, here in Atlanta, I like Humble Pie. Okay. Humble Pie is really good. Um, it's a full-service restaurant. I mean, they have salads and pasta and drinks and all that stuff. Um, so I like that. Absolutely love uh, New York-style pizza. Uh, I, I have this picture on my IG. I don't even know the name of the pizza shop or if it has a name. But it's in the Meatpacking District in, um, in New York. And I go there every single time I'm in New York and get a slice of um, white pie. And then I get a slice of pepperoni yeah. as well. And I just kind of walk okay. through the meatpacking district. Uh, but it's, it's on my IG. I don't know the name of the place, but it's been around a long time. I'm waiting for the owner to say that they want to sell it and I'll take it. Uh, because I'm so <laughs> obsessed with it. It's a tiny pizza shop. So it's, it's maybe, it's probably 500 square feet. I'll give it 500. So it's still tiny, but it's just, to me, it's like the reason why I fell in love with pizza is like when you go to New York. And you see these these tiny stalls putting out these big slices of pie, um, and they're making it work in, in a very uh, in a very small you know space is very fascinating to me. Um, so if I knew the name of the pizza shop, I'm gonna figure it out and I'll let you know. Is it this it's, one that I'm showing? I don't know if you can it. see the screen That's right it. here. Yeah. That's it. That's it right there. This is from your Instagram. What is it called? I think it says. What does that say? Stella's Pizza on the top over there. Man, it's like the best place in New York to me. That's great. I, I always say, people always ask me, because I've been doing this. I, I owned a pizzeria for a long time, too, actually. Well, operated yeah. a couple with my partner. And uh, yeah. people always ask me, hey, if you ever 
do you ever have a desire to get back to the pizza industry? And I kind of like, no, because I've been there, done that. I know how hard it is. But if I ever did get back into it, I would do something like, you know, a small New York. I love New York style pizza too. Small New York style pizza. Like just do a couple pizzas, make it as simple as possible. But like you're doing, make it as simple as possible, easy as possible. One thing that we do really well, because I do like making pizza. I didn't like mm-hmm. all the other aspects of running the pizza with the huge menu that we had, but I did like the yeah. pizza part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important too, like, you know, to just kind of really not kind of venture off too far. I think a lot of places you go, they got pizza, they got pasta, they got garlic knots and it's a lot going on. Um, for us, like our focus is just building like a really good pie. Our crust is, is vegan by the way too. So that's kind of cool. Oh, wow. Um, that is cool. But we, 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 we're really pizza, salad, and soda right now, and then we're adding wings, but we're not really, we're, we're, we're partnering with a great wing uh, restaurant to to be an outpost for them versus me formulating another recipe, yeah. you know? Um, I think that's a lot. Um, and more so than anything, I, I tell my franchisees, us as a company, is we don't want to work hard. We want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we want this to be fun. I think a lot of times when, when we're entrepreneurs, we do it because everybody feels like, oh, I should have a business or oh, I should be an entrepreneur. It's part of the American dream. But a lot of times in restaurants, we forget to have fun because the hours are long. Uh, there's a lot of preparation. There's a lot of hard work. And then you're burned out by year two or three. I don't want that to happen. Like, I still love this thing. Um, and it's because I'm having fun. Um, I'm doing what I love, but I figured out a way. I, I, I feel like I found a solution on how to run efficient, fun restaurants. And I want to really just kind of share that with the world versus saying, hey, you know, you just come come on a restaurant and we got to make all of this stuff from scratch. And we're, we're doing, um, you know, we're, we're, we're crushing our tomatoes and, you know, we're proofing our dough and they've never done it before. And they're just like, uh, this sounds like a lot, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, when I tell people that, you know, hey, we have a consistent product and a consistent brand and I can tell you that you're going to have your, your pies are going to taste good. Um, that makes me a lot happier that people that are first time entrepreneurs um, or first time restaurateurs are going to run a shop and it doesn't take it doesn't take their whole day to run the shop. Or it doesn't take all day to do orders or it doesn't take all day to run payroll because you probably have, you know, we probably, most of our, our, our franchisees probably have four employees total and they kind of rotate wow. them on the schedule uh, versus having a roster of 25 people. Like who wants to do that? <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you mean, know, you spend all your time you running do, payroll. Especially when you have the kiosks and like, who is the point of sales system that you use? We use toast. Okay. So they have the kiosk that people can just come in and just place their order right in the front. Yep. We have pictures of all of our pies. So we, again, we spend time with our photographer, making sure that our pictures are up to date, our ingredients are up to date. Um, but toast is great. I think they're, they're the best in the game um, at what they do. They're, they stay innovative. Uh, they have a solution for everything and it's easy. So, you know, we work with people that it's easy to do yeah. business with. If it, again, if it's difficult, I don't like to do it. Not in, not in pizza. You know, maybe if, if I'm doing some complicated uh, five-star dish with quail eggs and truffle, but not for pizza. I feel like you can just curate really good ingredients and, you know, uh, make a great pie. This is great. Well, yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. This is a great conversation. I'm, I'm glad uh, we got you on the on the podcast to say 
all, everything, you know, the, hearing about your business is just amazing. Like the efficiency, the, the smallness of it, how yeah. le least amount of employees you need to run it. And it just sounds amazing. Yeah. If someone yeah, wanted to reach out like, to you and say, hello, um, where should they go? Instagram, what your we're website. Doing, I, I think it's really cool. And it, and it just really came from me trying to be a problem solver. And I, I want to continue to do that just in the food industry in general, because I mean, the restaurant industry is huge, um, but we've suffered a lot during COVID. Uh, to find solutions yeah. and, you know, restaurateurs that, that, that fail to change and, and pivot during this time, you kind of fall by the wayside. So as many people that we can get to kind of convert to running uh, more efficient and, and smart restaurants, I think we can, we can kind of keep a lot of these great places alive and open. All right. Official Doughboy Pizza on Instagram. Erica, what's your website? Website is www.doughboypizza.co. This was great. Thank you so much. Don't go anywhere yet. Don't hang up, but thank you so much for hanging out with me on the podcast. I'm going to send everybody to that website, check you out, follow you. Uh, appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we can talk again soon. All right. Thanks to Erica for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for listening again. If you're listening to this podcast, much appreciated. Appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button. Leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify too. That'd be amazing. And stay tuned for the next episode of the podcast, which we talk about SPM magazine. It's going to dominate. The goal is domination, domination, but in a good way, in a good way for you listening to the podcast. I want to make the magazine so you go in there and you read it and you're like, wow, this was really good info. I'm so glad I spent the time to look through this because it's really valuable to my business. Let me know. Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com is where you can reach me if you have any ideas or content you want us to put in there. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next show, everybody.